All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And my friend Eleanor McDonald is here with us. It's been a few years uh, since she's been on the show, but she's back. And we are today talking about how to become a love goddess, activating your highest love potential with the, arch with the archetypes. We'll talk a little bit about that in, in a bit. But we're going to talk about the goddesses. We're going to talk about the archetypes. We're going to talk about, you know, tapping into your love goddess power within. And, you know, the love goddess that we're speaking about, and we're going to talk about this as we go, but it's not just about romantic love or anything like that. It's also about loving ourselves and loving our body and just being fully present here. It's a, you know, part of what we're going to talk about is about experiencing clarity, right? That's a big word. And some members <laughs> in my community don't like that word clarity. So I try not to say it, but it is about experiencing more clarity, feeling more confident and excited, right? To be seen and putting ourselves out there, right? Feeling lighter, having more uh, a voice of compassion, having more power within our being to create our lives, to live our lives to the fullest, right? So we're going to talk about all of that and more. And for those of you who don't know Eleanor, she's, like I said, has been on our show before, like years ago but now she's back and she went on a true love quest and transformed from a damsel in perpetual <laughs> distress and lady of lonely hot messes into love mystic married to the lover of life literally ever after and drawing upon her 15 years practical experience with over 500 women as a coach and her magical abilities as a healer Eleanor helps renaissance women lifelong learners with a zest for life find the blind spots and patterns keeping them single so that they can transform into the love goddesses they are born to be. And as recently as January of this year, one of her clients got married to the love of her life after working with Eleanor. And she receives several emails from her clients over the years to tell her they found their soulmate and that her support and guidance was what helped them to do it. It is her mission to help women on the path less traveled, feel less lonely, isolated and undesirable, and feel more included, cherished, and fit to be their true self. So I'm so glad that Eleanor is here with us. This is a huge topic. And like I said, it's not just about that romantic love, but it's really about being in your power and being your true self and living that life. So Eleanor, welcome back to the mm -hmm. show. It's been a few years. So can you just take um, a few minutes, a few moments, just to talk a little bit about your journey to you know where you are mm -hmm. now, and we'll get started with the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Alara. Um, hi to everybody who's here watching this live and on the replay. I'll just kind of go into a quick, not a super long uh, biography of my life leading up to this point, <laughs> the high points. Um, so I grew up as a sensitive child and I didn't fit in, but I desperately wanted to. And I was growing up in a very volatile and explosive home environment. So I had to learn to navigate through emotions that were very negative and projected onto me and in my environment. So I had to learn how to cope with that. And so for me, it actually developed into um, like a people pleasing and became codependent and had a lot of these kind of dysfunctional relationships over the years and unhealthy relationship um, dynamics where I basically abandoned myself and I lost myself completely so that I could feel loved and wanted. So that was the pattern I developed from the way I grew up. And some of you maybe can relate to this feeling really like an outsider. So most of my adult life was like this, like I said, um, with the severely dysfunctional relationships. Um, and my turning point, my enough is enough moment, <laughs> 
was when I was in my early 40s and I was still single or I'd had just a series of these dysfunctional relationships. And I had um, an ex-boyfriend of 25 years past come, you know, flowing into my life. And I thought it was like, oh, this is this answer to my prayers and he's going to be the guy and this is it. And of course, it turned out to crash and burn, and it was probably the worst one yet. And I was completely devastated when it did burn out and uh, realizing it was the exact same pattern that had just shown up, even though I'd done all this work, even though I'd done my inner work, my healing, my this, like you name it, I I had done it at that point. And so I became very devastated and really almost gave up hope. And I told myself, I deserve to have true love. I deserve to be loved for being myself. I deserve to have more love in my life as a whole and to be myself and to feel good and free being myself. And so basically, this is what I call my true love quest. I really started it in earnest at this point. And I uh, went on like what I call a Shiro's journey. So um, it's sort of a hero's journey and to step into my power, like Galera was talking about, and to find my voice and to really elevate my compassion to include myself in this whole thing. And so through this process, one year later, I met the love of my life, who is my unicorn husband, I call him, (laughs) because he's just more magical than I could have ever imagined having in my life. And of course, the most important thing was that I had developed to the point of being in my true power and my my true self to the point where I could actually attract this kind of love into my life and change a lot of other things that I really wanted to have in my life as well. So this is like, this is my, this is my life's work now. And I've realized with working with so many women over the years that this is what I'm helping people do is like go through their true love quest, meaning self-love, all the levels of love to find themselves and find their voice and to finally be able to bring in more love into their life in this way. And so that's what I want for anyone who's watching who feels like they resonate with with that. And this is what's possible for you. And I've actually been in that space where I felt hopeless and felt like it would never work out. And I mean, I was in my 40s. I was just like, this is never going to happen. And just finding myself, that that was the the really amazing um, journey. So despite feeling like an outsider, there is hope. And I'm here to help you tap into that love goddess potential and, and love vibes that we have coming in today. Beautiful. Thank you. And, you know, I have to say, um, I'm just going to share really quickly. You know, like I was also in my 40s when I met my current husband. So this is number three, as some of you know, some of you may not know, but this is husband number three. But I remember when I was, um, had separated from my ex-husband, the father of my children. Um, I remember thinking at one point, it's like, who's going to want this? Like, who's going to want me? I'm like twice divorced. I have two children, so baggage. I'm a mess, you know, it's like, who's going to want this? And I, I was looking at my, I was like, after I took a shower, you know, and I was looking at myself in the mirror, it's like, who the heck is going to want this? You know, like it was being really cool, right? Um, but then shortly thereafter, <laughs> I met, uh, I, I met the love of my life. And the thing is like, you know, I know for myself, it was, it really was divinely guided and it was, um, it was meant to be, um, but I could never have imagined being with somebody like my current husband you know so it's um totally different than anybody else that I've ever known right and Mm -hmm. I remember you know when I had you know decided that okay 
I'm, I, I need to meet somebody now, like after I, after my, after I separated from my husband, right? I was like, okay, I'm ready to meet somebody now. But one of the things I said was, yes, I want somebody to love me, but what's more important is that I want to love somebody, mm-hmm. right? So that, for me, that was a big thing. It's like, I want to be able to love someone, you know, um, and then, of course, I had all these other parameters of, you know, he has to love and respect my children, you know, and like all that wonderful stuff. But it was like, um, it's magical when it happens. And, you know, when you find somebody who is the love of your life or, you know, you feel so close to and you feel like you can just be yourself. There's no masks. There's no roles that you're playing mm-hmm. or anything like that. You can just be and, and you know there's no judgment. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, there's nothing you're like free. It. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. nothing like it. Right. And it does build your, your self-esteem. It builds your, you know, who you are, but it also shows you that it is possible, not just, you know, for yourself, but also it is possible for others. So I I said that too, at at my wedding, you know, part of my speech is like, you know, I wish you all could have this kind of love and Mm -hmm. and really experience this kind of relationship, harmony, et cetera. It's like, yeah, Yeah. beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, that is, that is beautiful. That's really what we're, helping people with right now is to give them that hope and the sense of being that in love with yourself. And I know everybody's like eye rolling and all that stuff, but it's, it's really true to when you go on this journey and it's what I call the archetypal journey really inward into all of those shadowy places. And you find all those hidden patterns and all the ways that you don't love yourself and the, the things that you're doing to actually sabotage this, this love that is within you and that's available to you when you're on that journey you've got to be ready and willing and able to look at it and that's that's you know some of what we're going to talk about today in a practical sense as well as do a process yeah and you know above all else it is about you know loving yourself but respecting yourself and respecting your choices so yes I made some you know, I made some choices in the past that, you know, obviously didn't work out, but it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I made those choices. I see how and why that they happened and why and how and why I made those choices. I'm not going to beat myself up because it's yeah. brought me to this place where I am now with the love of my life. And it's like, it's all good. It, you know, exactly. it's like, it's all, yeah. it's all good. It's all fine. Right. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so it, it's not about judging yourself for your past relationships and beating yourself up because that closes your your energy, right? It closes mm-hmm. your heart. You, you're not able to really truly be open to anybody else if there's still judgment there of yourself, right? And your previous choices. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if I could take the time to kind of go into a little bit of what, what I mean when I talk about a love goddess, because like you said, it's more than um, just finding the relationship and it really is a process and a journey. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk about that. In a practical mm-hmm. sense and an energetic sense. So if you can imagine, if you're watching right now, this feels like going from, like I was mentioning earlier, feeling very lonely, dismissed, like an outsider, undesirable, to feeling that sense of being irresistible, feeling cherished and free to be yourself in life and love. So that's kind of the emotional journey. The energetic journey involves the chakras. So recently I've had some very strong downloads of the goddesses and they have actually shown themselves to be in each chakra and they have these traits that they embody that are in each chakra that that will help you with this process. So for example, like the first chakra, 
the transformation in, in there is being anchored in your body. So we all know what it feels like not to be in your body. It feels like, you know, you're kind of spaced out. Maybe you have anxiety. You're kind of all over the place. You don't really um, feel grounded in any sense of the word. So we have a process that talks about getting anchored in the body. This is part of this love quest we were speaking about. Second chakra, that's your creative expression. It's releasing. So being in your creative expression versus being rigid and controlled. So for my journey, I was like, you know, control freak. (laughs) I still am, but (laughs) it's like, I've learned how to be more in the flow, more of creatively expression, expressing myself and my sensuality, which is all the goddess vibe. So that's, that's one um, journey through the second chakra. And then looking at the third chakra would be your personal power and versus self-doubt. So I used to have like crippling self-doubt and, you know, limiting beliefs that were so strong. And I was making all my choices from my crippling self-doubt and from what I thought other people thought of me or, you know, the, you know, feeling, judging myself and saying, this is what other people are thinking about me and making choices from that place. Versus being in your personal power energetically. Um, And then we're going to do a little process in a bit on this too. And so looking at compassion in the heart versus people pleasing. So I, like I said, I was in the codependent realm, which is all about um, compassion is totally different from people pleasing. Compassion doesn't necessarily always look like nice. It might be a very firm no. It might be a, you know, a boundary that's very hard or a difficult conversation to have, or maybe even distancing yourselves from people who are not honoring you. And that's what compassion can look kind of fierce in a way. So it's, it's about really connecting to that power in your heart and having compassion versus the people pleasing, which is, you know, just telling people what they want to hear, et cetera. Then we go up into the throat, which it seems like it's a very um, highlighted. So we might actually just focus on the throat today because I was feeling earlier a lot of warmth around the throat. This is about finding your voice and your authentic self-expression versus, like I was saying, telling people what they want to hear or not getting your needs met because you're not able to self-express authentically. So that's a very important part of getting into the love goddess vibe and it's a process of course but um and then looking at expanding your intuition so getting in versus getting in your head so um a lot of women i work with and myself it it was a very difficult transition to go from my head into my heart and so you can get caught up in all your thoughts and being in your head and intellectualizing and basically Uh, making your decisions from the mind, which kind of takes you all over the place. And again, gets into the shoulds, you know, I should do this, I should do that, etc. And then you start making all of these choices where you abandon yourself versus actually um, tuning into your intuition and making a choice from that space. So we're kind of moving up to the up through the chakras. And the last one would be embodying your vision for yourself, for your life. This is looking at you know, what is, what is your life's work? What is your purpose? What is your vision here? What do you truly desire? And really tuning into that and embodying it versus being in confusion, being in indecision. Um, I've worked with a lot of women who they, they can't make a decision because they're so confused. And, and I would say that's really about the, the crown chakra and being able to embody 
what is your higher vision for yourself? And it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be like life-changing where you're like, you know, on the world stage and you're doing all these huge things. It can be as simple as, you know, having a loving family. It can be simple as, as helping others, your neighbors. It, it can be seemingly very small, but very important. And it is part of your life vision. So it doesn't have to be big. We don't have to get caught up in that. So I don't know if that makes sense. I was kind of moving through energetically what the transformation of becoming a love goddess looks like in terms of what the goddesses have been um, downloading to me. Absolutely. And of course, we are going to be taking some live color questions as well. So if you have any questions for Eleanor, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. And of course, part of the process is going to be, like you said, around the throat chakra, which is about self-expression and being authentically you finding your voice. Um, but that's also about you showing up, showing up mm-hmm. as you, right? Who you mm-hmm. are and not being afraid to show up as you, right? So that's really yeah. huge right now too. It's about us showing up as we are and mm-hmm. um, we need to, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't go into the shoulds either, but we, you know what, <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> holding us back anymore. It's like, we're needed, mm-hmm. you know, it's time for us to show up in all of our power, purpose, passion, you name it, show up and do your, mm-hmm. do your thing, whatever that happens to be. Um, yeah. So, right, speak your truth, yeah. whatever that is, you know, there are people here who want to hear your voice and your voice is not necessarily verbal, but who you are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I, the saying that one of my favorite sayings comes to mind is like, speak your truth, even when your voice shakes. So it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you're not going to be afraid. It doesn't mean you're not going to feel like you're going to be judged. And also, you know, spoiler alert, it's not what we want to hear, but we are going to be judged <laughs> no matter what we yeah. do, no matter what we say. It's really about being resilient around that because you can't actually stop people from judging you. It doesn't mean yeah. like all of a sudden, you know, you you do this process and you're really in your vibe and you're you're expressing yourself authentically. It doesn't mean you don't have the haters, you know, like we, like maybe being more in the public, you do experience that a little more, but there will be people in your life who will disagree with you, who will judge you and, you know, tell you that maybe to your face. This is where we have to go back into being anchored in the body and being in our personal power and also saying, no, that's okay. Like that doesn't mean anything about me and it's not going to knock me off my course and what I'm doing in my life and moving forward Mm -hmm. the way I want to move forward. Yeah. You can't stop people from judging. That's going to happen. It happens all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I've gotten used to it now. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Judge away. Um, you know, I'm pushing some buttons. Okay, cool. You know, but it's like, you know, what's important for you, right? What is important for you? Keep doing that. Keep taking that step. Yes. We sometimes fall back a little bit when we get judged, totally normal, then pick yourself up and keep going. Right. It's always about picking yourself up and keep, and keeping going. Um, and you know, honoring your truth. This is about honoring you. You're here for a reason. You're not here just to, well, you're definitely not here to be pushed back by the people who are judging, right? That is not why you're here. So you're stronger than that. You're braver than that. You're more resilient than that. Like Eleanor said, be resilient, you know, in this Mm -hmm. way. So, um, yeah, we're not weaklings. Okay. We are warrior women. I don't like to use the word warrior myself, but you know, it's mm-hmm. like, we're strong, right? We're mm-hmm. powerful, you know, yeah. men and women, we are all. So <clears throat> always come back to your body, come back to your heart space, come back to what's true for you and then keep going. Don't worry about the mm-hmm. judges and the haters. They're going to, it's what they do. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. 
And I think the energy today will really help you if you are actually feeling like you're on the precipice of, you know, getting into this transformation and really going for it. So it's going to help you to plug into these energies, especially around um, finding your voice in a deeper level. And I can even feel myself <clears throat> getting hoarse for no reason. So there's a lot of energy moving through the throat right now. Um, yeah. I just wanted to briefly say how, like when people ask questions, how my uh, abilities work. So I can see as a psychic medium, and channel there's all the labels a million blah 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 medical intuitive (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but basically the way it shows up for me is I will see energy in different parts of the body maybe different chakras and then I will be given like a uh, either an emotional pattern or a limiting belief or some kind of connection to that energy that is stuck in the body and is creating some imbalance. And I'm usually always shown what is the most, um, like the biggest obstacle or the most prevalent pattern or something that feels like it's causing the most problems. So I'll be directed to that space and it could be hidden. So a lot of my work is archetypal, which means subconscious or hidden. So I would tell people to just be open-minded and say, you know, if they don't immediately recognize it to feel into it and just let the clarity come, you know, even if it's later today or what have you after journaling, but just staying open to the process. So I will alert you to that area, to the emotional, you know, whatever it is that I get, and then um, give you something to do to move forward. So like some kind of um, guided or channeled message for you as what you can do to start to unravel that pattern. Um, So just Mm -hmm. to, so people know what they're, what they're in for <laughs> yes awesome and so samda is asking how can you tell what chakra is blocked well she's she's intuitive and psychic so she's going to tune into your chakras and see what comes up right exactly yeah basically what you just said yeah yeah and um, um a lot of times you know <laughs> i was gonna say a lot of times all the chakras are blocked a little bit you know there's some mm-hmm. blocks in all the chakras otherwise you you would be having a different experience okay so yeah. yes there's going to be some blocks but then it's a matter of which one wants to show itself today in this moment right so exactly. all of that is usually uh done through your higher self your higher self is going to show what need what needs to come up today is for your highest good exactly right. so Layla was saying so can, we can ask that question today yes and exactly so what will come through for me and is, is information for you to figure out okay where do I need to look first uh, what is the biggest I don't like saying problem but what what is the where do I need to investigate first and look at this what's the biggest sort of um, obstacle or challenge that's being presented to you today mm-hmm. so put her hand up right away she's like <laughs> as soon as she said yes we, <laughs> we're gonna take you can answer those types of questions you raised her hand right away <laughs> Perfect. I love it. So she's she's, um, she's ready, and there's questions in the chat. So well, however you want to do it, it's totally up to you. I was wondering actually if we can do a group process first and sure. just get the energy moving, and then um, I will take specific questions. As it feels like uh, the group energy as a whole is really looking for a powerful transformation. That is is um, like when we all come together as a group so to speak the energy is actually more powerful so i'm uh, being directed okay to do so, that so Layla, we're going to do a, a group process first and then we'll take your question okay so you want to just go ahead and mute yourself back 
and then afterwards we'll ask you to unmute. Awesome. Good. Thank yeah. you. Um, and the universe is very efficient, so you're probably going to get a lot of things answered, um, even in the process, group process, and then we'll go more specifically into that after. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Let's do it. So is it okay if we do that? All right. Yeah. Let us start. So this is a channeled guided uh, process that I never have any idea where we're going until we do it. So <laughs> it's uh, interesting because I get to go along and say, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay, great which is the trust part. We also have to trust the process. That's another message coming through. When we're going to be these love goddesses, we need to be in the flow. We need to be willing to trust the process of what is coming through and be available and open for what's happening. So that's the very first message. So if we can just close our eyes, we're going to become rooted and anchored in the body. Even though we're infinite spiritual beings energetic beings in this life we need to bring through our experiences through the body so the first place that we may call home in this life is the body and a lot of us who have actually been feeling uh, or felt like we were left out or isolated or lonely or like outsiders The reason is that we were not able to fully anchor into the body. There were some reasons, some experiences maybe where you never felt at home or safe in the body. And this is the first place the goddesses are taking us today is to feel really at home in the body. So taking a moment to just internally turn your gaze inward and become aware of the physical body as a whole starting at the bottom of the feet, feeling the presence of your feet under the earth, being held by the earth, seeing roots growing through the earth, through the feet, sorry, into the earth, through all of the layers down into the source of unconditional love, the mother earth, the first original goddess down into Gaia and bringing up the unconditional love that she offers you, drawing it up through the roots all the way up into the feet. And as you draw this energy up through the legs, feeling more and more at home, feeling more and more a sense of completeness, a sense of belonging as you draw this energy up through the legs, over the knees, flooding up into the thighs, the hips, moving up into the torso and filling the body with a sense of belonging, the sense of being at home, connecting and plugging you into the source of all, the home in your body, the home in yourself, the home and place and space that you belong in the universe. So maybe seeing all of these levels, all of these layers falling into place like different dimensions coming together as we bring up this energy up into the chest. 
Moving up into the shoulders and down the arms and out through the hands. Filling the throat with this unconditional love. This sense of peace. Almost feels very emotional to come back home to the resting place that we maybe have never tapped into at this level. So you may be feeling very emotional, like a, like a reunion, a sense of coming back home. As the energy continues to go up into the head, filling the head with this beautiful, unconditional love, opening up the crown, this energy shoots into the sky to connect with your essence your true authentic self, your higher self, your true self, whatever word you want to use. And connecting to source, God, universe, creator. Bringing this essence of you as a whole, of you as the universe, as you as your true self, bringing it down into the crown to mix with this energy from the earth, to spiral downwards, to commune and join this energy that has come up from the earth, bringing down from the sky, to make you feel even more at home, wherever you are, your home, the universe, you could be in any corner of the universe, any dimension, any experience, any body, You are always at home because you are home. And so bringing this energy all the way down, back down through the body, flooding your body with this beautiful golden essence of you, flowing down through the legs, feeling this peaceful and joyful sense of excitement as it pours down through the legs opening the feet and seeing this energy flooding back into the earth to connect with the mother earth and feeling a sense of completion, a sense of feeling safe, feeling safe within yourself, knowing wherever you go, you are home. And taking a moment to feel this expansive peaceful connection to yourself that maybe you have longed for. And coming back to the throat area, feeling an expansion and an opening in the upper chest, throat, neck, jaw area, a warm feeling of finding yourself, finding your voice. So once we find ourselves and we find our home, we feel comfortable enough to express ourselves. Think of the most comfortable place that you've ever been, your sense of home, maybe in your environment growing up or a place that you created that safe feeling of home 
and imagine how comfortable you feel in this space to express yourself, to be who you are, whether it's with a loved one or with a pet or with a family member or a relationship that you've had where you freely express yourself. And if you've never felt this, the goddesses are helping you to actually tap into this feeling of what it feels like to freely express yourself when you're home. In allowing all of the energy to expand and activate in the throat to allow this free self-expression, this beautiful, peaceful feeling There's almost no no hurry, no rush, no forcing. It just freely flows. If you're releasing any emotion, that's perfectly fine. Um, the, The throat actually has access to a lot of shadow experiences. So if you're releasing any heavy emotions, allow this to happen. The goddess Persephone is here as the goddess of the underworld. She helps you with your shadow to bring light to your shadow, to elevate your voice, to plug into the free, authentic self that is waiting to be heard. And allowing this process to continue, we're going to come back into the room, feeling very much grounded in your body, comfortable in your own skin, in your own self, feeling rejuvenated and alive. And when you're ready, you can start to open your eyes and come back into the room. Awesome. Thank you. Come back. You're welcome. Yeah, and that's uh, it was great to you know bring all of our energies together and back into one's space, that feeling of home, but also that feeling of power, that the, the feeling of being seen, being just being present and accepted is also what I was getting. Mm-hmm. Some of the energies. Yeah. Just felt so okay. joyful too, very joyful. Awesome. Thank you. Good. All right. So um, now if you still have questions, <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. I'm sure you still all have questions. But yes, you can raise That's your sweet. hand or you can type your question in the chat. Um, Layla, are you still there or did you fall asleep? <laughs> I'm here. Awesome. Hi, Layla. Hi. Is it best to ask you that that general question about what's my biggest obstacle rather than giving you like, you know, my story or whatever? Well, I, th- I think I say, don't go that vague, that general, pick one area. You don't have to go into your story, but just pick an area. Okay. So um, I had very similar background to you and 
my coping mechanism was to really, you know, withdraw and wall off and not have relationships. And recently my guidance was to, you know, share my gifts and I've been on my own healing journey for over 10 years. And so I did class and nobody came. Mm. So, I mean, I did eight sessions and, and only one person came one time. Mm. So I'm curious what you're getting. Yes. And I know this from personal experience that feels devastating, especially when you are like, okay, I'm going to open up. I'm going to express my gifts. I'm going to share with the world. And it feels as if nobody is there. I mean, literally no one showed up. I I do have a message around that. I just also wanted to acknowledge um, your journey because I was single for 10 years as well. So I completely walled myself off and I refused to have any relationships. I left that out of my my biography. So I completely understand what it feels like to say, I'm going to just shut myself off completely and not have any interactions. So I have felt that too. So in terms of expressing yourself, it's interesting because the, the message I'm getting is sometimes we do something, we start to express and we are being ourselves and we're out there and it's appears like nothing's happening, but it's actually moving the energy in another area or something else is happening. So this class or whatever you were doing, there was no one present in terms of nobody showing up, but what you were actually doing in terms of behind the scenes and the energetics and things getting ready and building up energy and preparing you for things. And I and just feel almost like all of this whirling energy. So the message is not to, Try not to take to heart when it seems like nothing is happening because actually a lot is happening. There's a lot of things happening behind the scenes. And this is where we have to actually have faith and realize there's a bit of a gap and a bit of a pause in between when things start to actually show up in this material world as a different scenario, as a different experience. And when we start really expressing ourselves. So your message is from... Let me see who the goddess is, is coming through here. Aphrodite is just saying just like that, that juicy expression of creativity and sensuality and fun and play. She really wants you to keep doing that. And she's encouraging you to continue to express yourself because there are tons of things happening behind the scenes. So how do you feel when I give you that message? Confirmation. Cause I, kind of felt that and I I felt like really the challenge was are you going to judge it or are you going to allow it and trust that this is unfolding perfectly exactly so So it's the act of showing up it's the act of being in that beautiful juicy energy and continue to do it even if nobody shows up so that's that's your you're you're on the right track it's all happening just keep going so that's what I was getting for you thank you you're welcome Awesome. Thank you, Layla. And you know, that happened to me too. One time I put out a program, I put so much energy into it, so much work into it. Oh my God. And one person signed up. That was mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I was devastated. It's like, Oh my God, what do you mean? Yeah. You know, it happens. But the thing yeah. is you just keep going. I didn't do that program again, but I, you know, since then I've done many, many other programs um that have been 
great, but uh, that one, <laughs> one person is like, okay, obviously this is not something, you know, for me, it's like, all right, my audience doesn't want this. All right, cool. No, no, no problem. Let's, let's pick something else, you know? So yeah, you, know, you keep going, right? Remember that just always keep going. Um, Joy says, I often have difficulty to express my truth in a clear way. What's in my way? So let's see. A clear way. So when I tune into that uh, question, I hear uh, dilution. So um, it feels to me like you are attempting to express yourself authentically, but you're kind of diluting it in a way that it's going to be more palatable. So that's what I'm hearing for you. It's like you want to really say what you mean and what you feel and be in that that energy of truth, but you're still kind of watering it down to see, okay, is this going to be really truly acceptable? I better just sort of tailor it a little bit, change it a little bit, um, you know, our mind, our fear steps in. And so what I would say for you is to try to actually do something like a journaling exercise where you write something completely uncensored, even if it seems horrible, like you're saying terrible things, just be completely radically terrifyingly honest and just write it out until you feel like you can't write anything else to kind of get that moving it feels like just taking the act of really radically being honest and clear and yourself will set the energy in the right motion so that's that's what I'm feeling for you awesome I love that um you know we all do it, Joy. So don't don't uh, don't get me wrong. I, I, I censor myself all the time mm-hmm. on these calls, right? Yeah. But uh, but the thing is, like you know, if I have to say something to somebody and it's it's um, hard, difficult, I will always come from a place of compassion. So I'm never going to just say whatever's on my mind and hurt their feelings in some way. I'm always still going to come from a place of compassion. But if it's important, I will get it across. I will get the point across, whatever it happens yes. to be. You know, so yeah. don't hold stuff in, you know, necessarily, but always, if it's, it's something difficult, you know, try and just come from compassion, but you have to get it out. If you don't get it out, whatever it is that, that wants to be said, you're killing yourself a little bit each time. I, I know that sounds harsh, but that's how it was for me. I wasn't saying anything. And so I was killing myself a little bit each time. So just yeah. r- recognize what the damage that it might be doing to you. Okay, the effect it might be having on you. So I love what Eleanor just shared about journaling, you know, everything, just write it all down what you truly feel inside, mm-hmm. you know, the truth of what you truly feel, and then see how you feel. That's going to open up the energy and it's going to loosen it up so that you can speak your truth with more ease. Yes, I love that. Yeah. So hopefully that helps. Let me know how that resonates with your joy. Um, Lori says, <laughs> I recently had a rash on my throat for two months that I swear was not was was from not speaking my truth. I couldn't find a medical reason for it. Yep. Yeah. It oh, happens. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. We can yeah. have all Did, kinds of physical stuff come up. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna I was gonna ask you if you if if there was a question in there or did did she want some more feedback on that? But go ahead. I was just going to say, so when we, like Lara was talking about, um, like when we hold things in or we try to swallow things, let's put it that way, try to swallow our truth, um, the body will attempt to balance itself and it will start to do things like releasing from the skin, 
you know, so you can have a lot of skin issues. I had tons of skin issues because I had so many strong, uh, just like volatile emotions within me that I had never been able to express. And it came out in acne, skin problems, like all of these things. So when you have something that's like, maybe it doesn't have a medical reason for it to look deeper into, you know, what, what maybe am I holding in my body? What are some strong emotions or things that I'm feeling or things I haven't uh, brought forward as my truth that I can actually start to process. And then usually um, those sort of unexplainable things will start to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Um, Melissa, I'm going to try and read this. Uh, I would like to know why I feel such overwhelm in my being or my mind as survival mode keeps me focused on keeps me focused on something not in alignment with my creative goals. My dogs are requiring continuous healing as well. Will their blockages be the same as mine? Thank you for the beautiful process, feeling safe and belonging. Yes, just questioning why I would choose coming into this world at this time. <laughs> Don't question why <laughs> you did choose to be here. So part mm-hmm. of that, and I just have to say this part of like, I've done this too. So why, why would I come here at this time? Why would I mm-hmm. choose this experience? Why would I like, oh my God, like why, you know? So then finally I got to the point of, all right, I did choose to be here. There are some experiences I did choose to have and okay. So finally, you know, acceptance of being here, you know, is important. You can't go into the why. Why did I choose to be here? You're not going to get that answer, but it's a matter of really coming to terms with it. Yes, I did choose to be here. So Mm -hmm. how can I make the best of it? I know you have difficult things going on, but I'm just, you know, we all have had difficult things going on. And, um, but, you know, for myself, even asking why never helped. And instead it's like a matter of, okay, I chose to be here. I chose to experience some tough shit, Um, has not been fun all right, let's keep, let's keep going. Let's keep moving and take the wisdom from all of it. Find the wisdom. Don't go into the, the story so much or the drama so much or the effect so much, but find the wisdom in what you have experienced. But go ahead, Eleanor. Yeah, so that's kind of what I was saying earlier. When we get caught in our head, um, there's the whys and we start spiraling. So it's like, and you're also mentioning, um, I don't know if you said distraction, but I'm getting the word distraction. It's like, you have so many other things going on. You have things that you have to deal with. You've got your dogs that need healing or things that are happening outside of you that are causing sort of like the spiraling distraction. And I can just see like these spirals of energy as just their energy leaks. So we have to stop the energy leaks, bring it back to yourself Tune in, plug into your intuition, plug into your heart, do the process we did today, anchor into your body, find the answers within yourself. Yes, we all have things that need to be taken care of. We've got responsibilities and people we need to care for, but they don't have to take over in terms of a a spiraling distraction where we actually can't get anything of our own life done. We deserve to have time to do what we're here to do. And you can manage that by turning back in and plugging into your intuition. So I'm hearing for you specifically, it's about um, connecting into your third eye, 
So who comes up in the third eye? The goddess that's there is Athena. Actually, she's the goddess of wisdom and war. So we were talking about that earlier. It's kind of interesting. War as in your own war, your fierce determination to be yourself, to find what you want, to plug into your own intuition. So finding the wisdom in your own situation and how can I actually take my time back and take my own boundaries and and create that. So even calling on Athena to assist you, how can I bring the wisdom into the situation and create more of an internal anchored feeling of being in my own energy is what I'm getting for you. Awesome. Um, and so just know that we, you know, sending you blessings and, and you know, just holding you in this space, uh, Melissa, because I know it's difficult, um, but holding you in this space, but also remember that you are a very powerful being. So don't forget how powerful you are. Okay. And, um, you know, tap into that and tap into the wisdom, work with Athena and see where you go from here. Okay. Um, all right. So we were going to go next to where, hold on. And Joy says, thank you both so much. I'm feeling like I want to start writing right now. Yes. <laughs> Let it out. Awesome. <laughs> Let it out. Do it. Um, all right. So uh, Manisha, you have your hand raised. Do you want to unmute? I think you wrote in the chat as well, but you were, there, there she is. You want to unmute yourself? <clears throat> you're still muted. Oh, you're still muted. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I was, um, I've been single for more sort of a little more than 20 years and I went into my shell mm -hmm. because um, this is a safe space I can just you know mention I was married to a man who turned out to be gay so it was a very traumatic experience that I went through mm -hmm. and uh, you know I had to have a total colectomy because I suffered from colitis I bottled everything in so basically I've been invisible um what can I do to be more visible and hopefully be able to meet the perfect partner, please? Well, thank you, Manisha, for coming forward and for telling your story and being brave to, you know, speak your truth. So that's the first message coming through, actually, is to just come forward and tell your story. And the way you did is, is actually helping you. And when you spoke about your digestive issues, that's another thing that I went through. Um, I was diagnosed with IBS in my early 20s. And so I had digestive issues for, you know, since then. And recently, energetically, I've come to know that my journey of my physical digestive issues were really centered around my personal power and my confidence in myself. So for you, I'm getting this similar um, journey of inner confidence. And like you said, this experience with your husband completely knocked you off of your of your center of who you are. It made you doubt who you are. You know, why did this happen? All, you know, throwing you completely off your center and your personal power. So I feel very strongly that so the goddess Isis is actually has um, shown up in the solar plexus which is where I would concentrate and start to, so you're talking about becoming visible and moving forward. I would say really work with her through meditation or through journaling to ask, you know, who am I and start asking the kind of questions, you know, sometimes it seems very simplistic, like who am I, but start actually opening up to the answers. Who am I truly inside myself 
as who I really am and start asking her to help you to come forward. And it's all gonna start in your own personal power in your solar plexus. So just see what unfolds there because I very strongly um, get that connection between what I went through, which was my own inner confidence and inner knowing of who I am, despite what everybody else around me is doing, despite how everyone else may have been judging me or et cetera. It's about who you are and your personal power and inner confidence. So how does that feel when I bring that up? Gosh, it really resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And when you said about journaling, I don't want to take too much time, but just one thing. Would it mm-hmm. would it be a good idea to write a book? Well, I got a big yes there. So if you feel like oh. you have a book, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. if you have a, a journey that feels very potent and like yes. your life experiences feel very... Mm-hmm like they would resonate and you want to write about it and express it, then absolutely. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Anara. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you. <clears throat> awesome. Yeah. I was thinking that too, before you even asked the question, Manisha, I was thinking, Oh, you should write a book about that. I think, <laughs> you know, having the book out, sharing your story, sharing your experience may help other women as well that, you know, may have similar you know, experiences, but maybe they don't talk about it because they're ashamed or whatever. And then they'll feel like more comfortable. It's like, okay, I'm not the only one, you know, it's happened to others as well, something similar, you know, so it might be really helpful. Okay. Um, I wanted to write two books. One was from a health book um, because I don't even have a spleen and I've had like five or so many surgeries. And another one was, is a book about my life story. So Thank you for, for well, the that. two together. You you combine yeah. the two together and that's okay. that makes the most sense. Yeah. Because your okay. your your health issues and the things you went through, that is your story. That is your life yes. story. So yeah, yes. bring the two together. Okay. Thank you very much, ladies. Thank you. You're welcome. Good, wonderful. Thank you. Um <clears throat> all right. So uh, I think Destiny has her mm. hand raised. Destiny? You want to unmute yourself? hi Laura. can you hear me yeah yes. we can um I'm wondering there's like something going on inside of me um and, and I'm wondering what belief system is creating all of this uh I feel like it's around ascension somehow because it's like there's resistance to me ascending mm-hmm Well, as you were talking, the first thing that popped up very prominently was profound disappointment. Mm. So do you resonate with that experience or within your lineage of people maybe going after their dreams and being profoundly disappointed? Does that resonate with you? Yes. 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 So it feels like, you know, maybe people that you know in your lineage or that you've heard stories about, they really put themselves out there and were crushed in some way with a very big disappointment. And you're, it feels like this is the fear that's coming up. That's blocking you from really shining and putting yourself out there and putting your, you know, the authentic self-expression we talked about. So is there anything that you've been wanting to do that you've been afraid would be a, you know, an utter failure or disappointment? Those are the words that keep coming up. It would just be stepping into what I'm here to do, which I already know what I'm here to do. 
Um, but there's like an, something that's inside of me that's literally sabotaging me. Yeah. So severely. What, what do you feel that you want to do? Like, what's your sort of mission or your vision for yourself? It's um, like healing the earth and working with children and um, children, women, healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm directed to the heart for you. So this, this feeling of, you know, it feels like you're carrying some of that grief and disappointment from ancestors. And so I would just be open to the goddess who comes forward in the heart. Um, that's come up a lot lately is Mary Magdalene. So she may be seen as a religious figure, but for me, she's come forward as a goddess of compassion. And so she's coming forward for you to help you to actually release that burden of heaviness in your heart of grief that you're carrying. That's not even yours actually. And is is really holding you back from feeling like you can do this or that you may not survive the disappointment is what I'm hearing. So she's helping you to release and lift out of that energy. So how does yeah. that feel for you? Wow. Yeah. That's interesting because I actually, I felt her this morning. I felt Mary Magdalene this morning. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I just got goosebumps. (laughs) So there you go. Wow. So she's helping you so much, Eleanor. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Laura. So much love. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Destiny. All right. Good. So work with uh, Mary Magdalene for sure. Yeah. All right. We're going to go to iPhone Mm. number ending in 2011. (laughs) <laughs> and mute yourself. <laughs> yes, hi. Hi. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Am I supposed to ask a question? Did you have a question? I would question? like to know if you can see what my healing modalities. Sorry? Do you have a question? I do. What are my healing modalities? Um, so I never really have a specific answer for it with sorry you're cutting out iPhone or Monica right yes yeah you were you you were cutting out so we missed what you said oh sorry um I would like to know if there's a way to see what my my gifts are that's a, yes. that's a big question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have so many gifts. It just yeah, depends. But go ahead, Eleanor, see if you get anything. Okay. Um, so I go back to childhood. Is what, what do you feel? I mean, it's interesting how the dog is barking because the first thing I was hearing was like a, a very deep connection to animals or compassion to towards animals. And as a child, that felt like the safest and what's the word most profound kind of relationship that you had in life was with animals. Does that resonate? It does. Yeah. So we always go with kind of what, what feels really strong for us. So I would continue to the word that comes forward is research or look into um, being an animal communicator, something around that feels really strong for you. Maybe horses, they're coming forward. Um, just feeling this beautiful, profound connection to the animal kingdom. I thank you. I feel very connected to Mother Gaia, too. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. So you're, you're in the right place. You just maybe needed a bit of confirmation, right? I live on 49 acres. What I wanted to do was build a compound for people that are gifted, that are healers to come to so they can come and heal themselves. I would say definitely um, include the animals in that process. And then you've got everything really coming together in a very strong energy and modality. Okay. So I just didn't know if you had seen that, if it was viable or no, it's way out there. (laughs) Oh, absolutely viable, especially with the horses. Like you could bring in horses. Horses are extremely spiritual beings and very healing. And so to have something with, you know, bringing people onto your property and have the horses involved in some kind of a healing um, just from their presence feels amazing. Thank you. I, um, you know, when you say all these things, it's hard for me. I am by myself here, you know, mm-hmm. and I was a ho- I was, I am a hobby breeder for standard poodles for service okay. and therapy. Oh, uh, perfect. Yeah, we'll start with that and see, you know, just start to open up to some possibilities of maybe even having somebody else in a neighboring uh, area that has horses and, co- you know, collaborating with them. So even if it doesn't seem possible, to the mind now just moving in that direction will start to open up the possibilities for you oh thanks it's the i'm looking at it like me i gotta do everything and i'm only one person no No, you've got all the support so that's the only thing you need to shift is to look at where the opportunities coming from where is the support coming from and move in that direction i thank you you're welcome thank you awesome good thank you okay all right um where are we? Hold on. So there was a question from that in the chat. I'm going to try and see if I can find it again. Um, can you tell me if I have liver bloating problems due to anger I'm holding in with disagreements with my husband? We seem to keep going round and round, but not moving forward. Hmm. So my question is, Martha, do you think you have liver bloating problems <laughs> due to anger? that's what I was getting well the first question was really like are you angry so sometimes we just need to acknowledge uh how am I feeling um I started a journaling practice for myself because I was so disconnected from my own feelings I didn't know how I felt day to day so I had to literally sit down and ask myself how am I feeling and it almost feels like oh well you know like only someone who the child would have to do that but no there's many adults who have no idea how they're feeling from day to day. And so I would say, come right back to that. Are you angry? Or, you know, what's making me angry right now? Or how am I feeling? And start to open up to your own feelings. Um, And I can feel a real clearing in the throat right now. So the first thing comes with acknowledging and seeing, how do I feel? Then comes the processing in the heart, then comes the expression. So just because you all of a sudden know how you feel. Don't get scared and worried about, I don't know how to say that or deal with that. First is acknowledging it. How do you feel? Then you move into processing and you'll be guided as what to do. And then you start the self-expression. So you don't automatically start skewing. That's when people project strong emotions onto others when they are not actually gone through the processing yet. They're just kind of vomiting their emotions and energy everywhere because they haven't, first of all, looked at it, processed it themselves and moved it into a space of compassion so that they can then express with love and compassion in an authentic way 
to others to get their needs met. So that's kind of the process. First one, ask yourself, how are you feeling? And get into that uh, introspective process. Awesome. I love it. Yes. Ask yourself how you're feeling. I remember, you know, my dad used to ask me that question whenever, you know, he would call me or whatever. He said, so how are you doing mentally, emotionally, and physically? <laughs> How's your mental state? How's your emotional state? Uh, good. Fine. That's great. <laughs> because we don't, asking, we how don't do feeling, that. Right? Mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Not much. Yeah. Yeah. We don't take yeah, the time good, to fine. do that. It seems obvious, but we don't take yeah. the time to do that. Uh, we kind of want and to then acknowledging, ahead. you know, instead of instead of pushing it down, like if I am angry, instead of saying, well, anger is bad, I don't want to be a bad person. So I'm going to just push it down and just pretend to be all happy and joyful. We've mm-hmm. all done that. You know, I used to, I used to be like that all the time. Um, so nobody ever knew that I was deep. I was dying inside. Everybody thought I you know, had the perfect life, you know, everything, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But um, I was not really sharing what was actually going on. Exactly. Um, all right, so Susanna said, sorry, I did not put my camera, but I hope you can find me. Uh, I'm an empath in a wheelchair with a ventilator, but I've made my peace with my soul contract. How can I stop sabotaging myself and unblock the rest mm-hmm. of my gifts? Also, how can I better control my pre-transformation anxiety? Don't know what that is. Okay, let's see what I'm getting here. So immediately when I tune into your energy, I'm directed back again to the heart and Mary Magdalene. Um, she's there with you as well. Um, so sometimes we get a theme on these calls, right? <laughs> so she's coming up again and I'm seeing the red rose, which is a very prominent symbol of Mary Magdalene is the red rose. And so you were asking about how to, I lost the question. Let me get this message here. Um, how can I stop sabotaging myself and unblock the rest of my gifts? Also, how can I better control my pre-transformation anxiety? So the first message is to start. The sabotage starts in the heart. So that's why we're being directed there. The grief and the heaviness that is in the heart So first of all, allowing the energy of today that's here, present, Mary Magdalene, all the goddesses actually who are supporting everyone on this call to release any grief and heaviness in the heart that is keeping you, the word is like dislocated from your inner inner compassion for yourself, for others. So the way you expand your gifts is to fully embrace the journey you've been on, where you're going, and who you are. So it feels like you've done a lot of work in this area, but she is helping you to move to the next level of what it's almost feels like radical compassion. This may seem like a big step for you and something you may not feel like you are able to face, but Mary Magdalene is going to help you face any grief and what I'm hearing like shadow shadow grief in the heart so what others have imposed upon you what others have 
done to you, the betrayal, things like that. So you're moving more into the subconscious realm of the shadow. And she's helping you to bring that up lovingly. And this is going to help you to tap deeper and deeper into your gifts and express more and more love into the world as you were meant to do. Um, I'm not getting anything specific around the transformation, but it feels like this transformation in a general sense is going into the shadow and bringing the light. Awesome. Good. Thank you. So Susanna, let us know how that resonates with you. Okay. So we have, we still have some um, folks, Sulis and Muriel with their hand raised, which I'm going to get to you guys in just a minute, but I want to quickly talk about the special offer, Eleanor, before we go too far. So mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to share my screen in a second, but it is available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Eleanor five. All right. I'm going to share my screen one sec so that you can all see it. Okay, so we have two packages from Eleanor that are available, package A and package B. In package A are the goddess archetype chakra healing and activation audios. And then package B includes everything in package A plus a 60-minute personal session with Eleanor. So um, do you want to quickly talk about a little bit about the the audios Mm -hmm. first, and then we'll talk about a personal session, what that is like. Yes. So as I mentioned a little bit earlier, I've had these goddesses and archetypes come in, and this was a total download. Uh, It was just like an amazing experience when I was asking, you know, what am I here to, how am I here to serve right now in this time and space for what everyone is going through and the people who feel like they don't fit in, that they feel lonely, they feel isolated, and they want to actually connect into their their true self and become the love goddess like I described earlier. And this is what came forward. So literally every audio that is has been created, there are seven healing audios and each one is a goddess and their energy and the traits that they embody for that chakra um, will actually help you to release and get into balance and actually activate each chakra according to those traits and um, let's say characteristics of the goddess and that chakra. So it basically takes you from root to crown and clearing and expanding each of the main chakras through all of these channeled and guided meditations. So we've got, as we've mentioned, as they've come forward in um, a couple of the readings I've been doing, but basically starting from the the root, where am I I looking at? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, the root, there we go. Kirkula is a Tibetan goddess actually, and she's very, very fierce, but she's like the goddess of enlightenment, enchantment, uh, magic, but she's also really wants to help you become more in your body, plug into the wisdom of your body, be in your body, like I was talking about and anchoring into your physical body as you were meant to experience this life. We can't be out of our body and have and, and, you know, create and bring in the things that we want and connect to people if we're not in our body. So that's what she's here to help you with. Um, go with Aphrodite is the second, second chakra. So she wanted to come in to help obviously with, you know, the, 
she's the goddess of love and sexual pleasure, beauty, like I was saying, creativity, all of those things. So she's here to really help free and open up your creative and sensual uh, energy and to release anything that's in the way of that. If you've ever had, you know, any issues around really being creative or tapping into your own sensuality, which is a very powerful and potent energy. If you've had any issues around that, she will help you with releasing, clearing, and activating that chakra. Um, then we've got Isis, the goddess Isis in the solar plexus. So she's here to help you step into your power. So one of the readings I talked about, your inner knowing, confidence, and personal power. So she's here. She is the goddess of magic and power. So she's going to help you to, this is a process, but it's unfolding and getting connected to your inner confidence on the deepest level and to release any wounds and anything that has caused any misalignment in that chakra. It's a very important one, actually. And like I said, if anyone's had any digestive issues, any problems in that area with those organs, um, you might want to definitely look at that um, healing and activation for that, for the uh, solar plexus. And it's one of the really main, um, main processes I've been told um, is very important to stepping into your power. Then we've got Mary Magdalene, who has come forward a couple of times very strongly today. So she's helping you to elevate your compassion. So this is like I was saying, going from being compassionate or like moving into compassion more versus people pleasing versus, um, you know, codependency. Like I went through that um, struggle and helping you to actually be compassionate to yourself and to learn how to uh, practice that in your day to day life in terms of speaking from the heart, you know, having boundaries, all of those things have to do with being compassionate and of course to others, but mostly to yourself. And this, this helps you connect to your personal power as well. So these are all linked together. Um, Next one would be the throat, which has come up very prominently today. (laughs) Um, And I mentioned earlier, Persephone, who's the goddess of the underworld. This is about your shadow self and not being afraid to actually look at your shadow and to go into the shadow to help bring the light into your shadow and find your voice. So um, the back of the throat also holds a lot of messages that may have been, you know, come from not the highest source or things that have uh, confused us or taken us out of our truth or stopped us from speaking our truth. So this healing and activation will really get the energy flowing from front to back to help you really plug into your direct channel of a commu- of communication with God source universe. So that's also a really important one. Um, and then we've got Athena, which has been mentioned here today. Also, she's the goddess of wisdom and war. So this is about not about, you know, traditional war, but I would say the fierceness uh, being a fierce, divine, feminine representation of yourself and taking all of your um, experiences in life and turning them into wisdom. So taking your intuitive knowing and combining it with your wisdom, you'll be unstoppable. So it's really receiving the highest and clearest um, information on your, for your own life path and purpose. And it's a very important one too, is to get really plugged into your 
your intuition and your third eye. And then Thea was a very interesting one. I'd actually never heard of Thea until I started doing these downloads and she came through as the goddess of sight and shining light. So she actually brings the, the brilliance to gems and crystals. And so she really comes forward to embody your vision and to help you step into your vision and to create that shining brilliance of who you are and, and really the um, the activation that came through actually the meditation is a very cool process where you design your metaphysical crown with shining gems so it's a lot of fun to do that one so those are the audios mm-hmm. and so that's package a and there are mm-hmm. two and three part payment plans available and you can also use the 10% gift code from me TACS10 and then package B includes everything in package A plus a 60 minute uh, personal session with Eleanor. Yeah. So um, just really quickly, the, the, the personal session is not just about love and relationship. It could be anything, but go ahead, Eleanor. You want to talk about mm-hmm. it? And I'll yeah. share a little bit so, after. Yeah. So I've been doing this working with, um, with women and men. So I've been doing this as a healer and a psychic medium, medical intuitive, all the labels (laughs) for the past 15 years. And I've worked with well over 500 women in this process. I also have a background in um, social services. So I do have that coaching background as well. So I really, my abilities are really about finding, you know, what needs to come forward now as your starting point, what is your biggest obstacle or challenge and seeing it as the energy in your body and the emotional pattern or the hidden belief system or something that is actually behind the scenes that you're not able to tap into. And that's what I help you do. I help you see what you can't see, bring it into the light. I help you move the energy through so that there's more flow in your life force and give you those practical steps because I like to always bring everything into the practical. What can you do in your day-to-day life to start making changes? What are the intuitively guided steps you need to take next? So you've got the the clarity, we move energy, and then your next steps. And so those are the the biggest um, points that I've received countless testimonials over the years of people really uh, connecting into themselves, making big changes in their life, finding relationships, all these things come from really tapping into that, into their true self and bringing it forward. Absolutely. So again, package B is also available in two and three part payment plans and you can use the gift code TACS10. So package A is $97 and package B is $147. So I highly recommend package B so that you can get the personal 60 minute session with Eleanor. I, um, I had a session with Eleanor just a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> I guess it was. <laughs> and of course I already, I'm already with the love of my life. So my, my mind was not about relationship, but it was very, um, it was really amazing. The activation that we, that came through and that we worked with and uh, as well as some of the wisdom that came forward. So it's not just about, relationships finding love your life etc because i already have that but mm-hmm. it's also about other stuff that you you know that's coming up for you right yeah so um absolutely. again the packages for eleanor are available at lr.at4 slash show four slash eleanor five <clears throat> all right awesome so thank you for that 
And Thank you. <laughs> I was hoping those Thank pictures the matched the right goddesses, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, those all just, yeah, there was no specific thing, but it was just uh, kind yeah. of the feel, the vibe of the goddesses. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. So we are, we're just, I promised I would take a few more questions. One second. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Sulis, do you want to unmute yourself? Yes, hi, hello. Hi. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, just to make it really quick here, it's about relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a partner. Um, we have a loving, respectful um, relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I still feel the fear and um, I'm still kind of... Um, um, I think about, um, I think I'm oversensitive and mm-hmm. I take things seriously and personally and mm-hmm. I don't like that sometimes and sometimes I feel that it's um, ego-driven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been um, doing um, a lot um, in terms of healing uh, for the past 18 months. Um I've done some clearings on karmas and traumas because um, I was married with a narcissist for 17 years and it was over um, six years ago. And um, I don't know if there is still some residues or... Yeah. yeah. So what's the question? So what do you need help with? Yeah, if... I still have some uh, blockages that are mm. blocking me from being the, ver- the best version of myself or doing mm. the best in my relationship. Yeah. I can tell you what I was getting when you were speaking was um, criticism. So like, it, it feels like you had a, um, you know, when you were talking about the past relationship you had, this made sense and possibly in your childhood feeling very criticized and almost like the nitpicking people were just really picking apart everything you did and criticizing everything that you, every move you made. So it makes you feel very sensitive to what others are saying about you because you're almost like waiting for them to criticize you. Does that resonate? Yes, it does so much. Uh, And I was seeing it on your shoulders. So it's almost like this burden on your shoulders of like all of the past uh, judgment of being criticized and feeling a weight on the shoulders. Um, So you can actually, even if you want to close your eyes here and calling forward all of the energy that is available for us today to help to soften and to start to release this energy in the shoulders of this burden of criticism of being judged and feeling weighed down by other people's judgments. And I can feel a lot of um, goosebumps. So it feels like things are just starting to release. So I would just continue with this and look at um, releasing. So the message for you is what other people criticize has nothing to do with you. And that may seem like a very obvious thing, but I feel like you're ready to actually hear that and embody that truth that you do not need to take the burden of other people's criticism. Okay. So it feels like a very strong um, shift. Are you feeling any 
thing in your body or having any I'm sweating a lot on in my hands. Yeah. So things are moving. So I would just keep allowing that to release and just work with the letting go of the burden of other people's judgments. That is your next step forward. Okay. Yeah, I've been uh, having attention on my shoulders um, for the past few days. Yes, as you're ready to release it. So that was, you know, there's no accident that you came on the call to let that go. And so everything's in motion and um, just trust and continue to move forward with releasing this burden. Awesome. So let's thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, That was a great shift. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Me too. I started yawning (laughs) (laughs) when when you started doing that. So it's like, yep, Mm -hmm. definitely energy is moving. And Layla is also feeling heat through her body, you know? So yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely a shift. So if you're willing to receive it, you will. Mm -hmm. Okay. So thank you, Solis. Great. Thank you. Yes, you were the uh, catalyst for that. You were the catalyst for that group sort of shift. So thank you. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Marielle. You want to unmute? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's the question? What's my major block? Well, no, it's the, no. Um, it's more like what issues coming up for you? You know that mm-hmm. um, Eleanor can help you with. No. Give you clarity on maybe. Yeah. So, what is a challenging thing for you? Um, I've been single for twenty-seven years. And some men have been pursuing me while they were married and Mm. through other people, like talking to my mother or Mm -hmm. because they were thinking maybe they could change wives, you know, something. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's bothering me. Yeah. Yeah. So let me see what I got here. The word is coming up is uh, is integrity. So there's something around, I've been directed to uh, like your energetic boundaries. And this is through no fault of your own. But sometimes we have these open boundaries energetically where people who don't have the highest integrity can actually try to come in. So I would say the the message for you is to um, have you ever done any work or processes around having an energetic boundary? This is not, not having a shield. I'm not talking about protecting your energy or a shield, but just your energetic boundaries. Have you ever worked with this kind of a process before? No, no. Okay, so the way I do it is a very quick, uh, simple thing every day is just coming into your body. So what I was saying earlier, anchoring into your body, which is just becoming aware and closing your eyes and scanning the body from head to toe. Just a simple awareness exercise. And then going into the heart space and you expand. So you just uh, intend or you can visualize however feels good for you. Intend for your energy of your heart to start to expand out around you in a big bubble and make it bigger, as big as you want. Actually, the bigger, the better, expanding it out. And then you make uh, an intention to yourself that you are managing your own energy, that you stay in your own energy 
and that you are not allowing any interference. And so just by doing those three steps, that would stop anybody who doesn't have the integrity or the highest intentions from being attracted to you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Does that feel like something you can do? Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. listen to the replay and do it while you explain it. Yeah. 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 I would just start doing that process and it will actually it brings about a lot of changes in general, not just with the relationship, but I've had a lot of my clients say that it changed a lot of things for their life just by doing that simple process. That's well, very I've, powerful. I've spent a lot of time cutting cords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is slightly different. This is pushing your energy out into the world, taking up space, and it's very powerful. So I would try to add that to a daily practice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Good. Awesome. Thank you, Marielle. And that's something we all can do, it's not just for Marielle, right? So we can mm-hmm. all do that. So thank you for that, Marielle. Yes. Good. All right. Any other last burning questions for, <laughs> for Eleanor? Anything else coming up that we haven't answered for you? Um, just quickly checking the chat to see if I missed anything. Do I have a goddess? We all have a goddess. Dory's asking, do I have a goddess with me? Of course, we all do. Yes. Um, let's see who comes forward prominently. Actually, the first one who jumped in was Thea. So um, she's the one who makes your brilliant metaphysical gems, your own physical uh, essence shine. So this is about shining your light and taking all of who you are and making it shine, shine, shine. So I would go and look up Thea (laughs) and see what that feels like. See what she has, what else she has to say for you. (laughs) Awesome. Good. And Leila said, just want to let you know how appreciative I'm not taking any more questions about that. I knew that was going to come up next. Like, okay, <laughs> now everyone's going to ask, who's my goddess? No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, Layla says, just want to let you know how appreciative I am for today's gathering. Oh, you're welcome. Please go back and listen again, listen and or watch again, because there's so much wisdom. And um, a lot of the processes, you know, we can all do, right? It's not just for that one person who asked, as well as mm-hmm. all the processes we all can do. We can all receive from all the processes, right? So receive all the wisdom from everybody, uh, all the questions. Um, yeah. All right, any, any other last uh, words of wisdom from the goddesses, Eleanor, that they that you, that they want to share with us before we go? Yeah. And we can tap into, you know, I mean, I, I just mm-hmm. I just did a whole series on this myself, right? Creating with the divine feminine, but you can all tap mm-hmm. into yourself and mm-hmm. tap into your inner goddess. Okay, so yes, but yes, go ahead. Absolutely. Um, So yeah, that's actually the, um, what they want to say is, uh, like, these, what I call the love goddesses, or the archetypes, they're actually aspects of you. And so the more you discover yourself, the more you um, tune into yourself, the more you have that, you know, compassion and awareness of yourself, the more of these aspects will come forward. So in other words, you could have a whole entire goddess team with you. So um, they're saying to start the self-discovery process in whatever way feels good for you, whether it's through journaling or meditation or very simple processes of being in nature 
and calling on them and calling on these goddess archetypes and they will come forward because they have so much to share with you and so this is fully accessible to anybody who is watching and we can all tap into this amazing uh, resource of wisdom and energy and beauty that they have to offer us Absolutely. And, and, and like, like Eleanor said, they are all aspects of us. So you mm -hmm. are, you yourself are a divine goddess. Really mm -hmm. feel that really, mm -hmm. you know, embrace that, you know, you don't have to look outside of yourself. You are a divine goddess. Those mm -hmm. other goddesses they're they, yes, they're powerful. Yes. They're gifted, talented, etc. So are we, mm -hmm. and they are aspects of us. Okay. So yes. we tune into them. Because when, if we want a little bit more of that energy, of that quality, of that virtue, we tune into them and tap into them. But that's mm -hmm. who are we tapping into? We're still tapping into us. Okay. Yes. So exactly. don't forget yes. how powerful you are. You have everything within you. <clears throat> yes. I mean, like I have goddesses galore here in my <laughs> space, right? But again, you know, when I'm tapping into Durga, for example, it's because I want more courage. I want more strength. Mm -hmm. I want more power. If I'm tapping mm -hmm. into Isis, I want more balance in my life. You know, mm -hmm. if I'm tapping into Mother Mary, I want to bring in more of the healing and compassion. Mm -hmm. And same thing with Kuan Yin. I want to bring more compassion. Mm -hmm. Bringing in meaning, I want to express that out to the world more. Because it's all yes. within. Okay. Yes. So you you have all of that and more. Um, yes. So, you know, whatever feels right for you. you. You can always get like a divine feminine deck, you know, and mm -hmm. tune into, you know, one divine feminine goddess every day you know just tapping in and Absolutely. see what see what resonates that day for you there's so much possible but it's all it's all within go into your heart space go into your body go into your being and ask which goddess wants to work through me today wants to express through me today mm -hmm. okay <laughs> i can go it. on and on about this <laughs> I know it's so much fun. You can have so much fun and so much expansion through this. And it's really Absolutely. like the process we did was like a reunion back home to yourself. That's what this is all about. And, you know, I just want to thank you, Alara, for ha having me on the show and for everyone bringing their energy and contributing to this amazing goddess circle that we created today. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It was it was amazing. I loved it. And of course, you can work more with Eleanor, you know, package A or package B. Like I said, package B is not just about relationships, you know, mm -hmm. with others, with yourself. It's about anything that's coming up for you. Right. Yes. So please do take a look at that. Um, the packages are available at uh, laura.at for slash show for slash Eleanor five. What's the website? Yeah, the energies are still flowing. So be willing to continue to receive the goddess energies for yourself what do you require and ask that what do you know what do i require to be more compassionate you know whatever happens to be in the moment you know who do i require to assist me to support me to lift me up so that i can vibrate at a higher frequency okay yes. all that and more thank you so much Eleanor. Yeah. thank you everybody thank for you. all your questions great questions so thank you thank you a lot of wonderful processes wisdom came through so thank you thank you thank you it was yes. awesome Thank you so Good. much. <laughs> All right. So thank you, everyone. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Much love and blessings. <laughs>